as you have the nature of joy you hold to be rejoicing but you see it's not enough to have the nature you must put your nature to work now because god already promised that he's going to be with us in his world till the end of days we have no cause to decide we have every cause to rejoice. the number one thing you must treasure is god's voice god must be able to speak to you at all times a believer must be in alignment with god a believer must be able to decode god now if god doesn't just give the word sometimes he gives instructions those instructions are like strategy don't just receive the promise in your heart also receive the process three basic things you need to succeed father we thank you we give you praise we give you all the glory we worship your holy name we receive your word with gladness tonight we ask that we are already on the course of a successful journey and we decree that by the power of the holy spirit at every junction we are supposed to record success nothing will hold us down nothing will hinder us nothing will hand we we push us into failure and we will be successful at every juncture that is expected of us to be successful in every area of our life we experience success thank you jesus jesus mighty name we have prayed amen this is very mandatory for every child of god because god is not a failure now i'd like you to take thought god is a successful god you are born of a successful god so you ought to be a successful being a successful being so success in life is um, simply achieving god inspired or giving goals and objectives thereby fulfilling god's purpose all right or the agenda he has for you in totality now god wanted jesus to come and die and resurrect for us his bet was successful that's a a micro part of the fulfillment of the purpose of christ or the agenda of god for christ is that he will die and resurrect but for to, for him to die he had to be born so his birth was successful he wanted to kill him as a child he escaped successfully you know learned when to learn from those who are teachers of the law successfully all right pick his disciples successfully and now when um, judas uh, you know betrayed him if you look at it from a man's angle you think or a man's point of view humanity's point of view you think that he was a failure because he prayed to get judas but everyone recorded it as a success because it was a prophecy that came to pass successfully all right so when he was denied by peter he said i mean that's his own denying him i mean he said it's a failure successfully god had one third of the angels in heaven rebelled you know you think god is a failure is a success for god cannot be a failure so i am telling you that every juncture or every part of your life ought to be speaking sources or generating sources or having sources in every aim or objective that god has inspired your heart to have so that in totality you fulfill your purpose all right on the earth so sources has nothing to do with material acquisition show of display of wealth or show or display of wealth or how many houses you have got 
or how many things you have built. But I want to put a balance here. Uh, those things are good things of life, and God wants us to have them. God wants us to have them. And I want you to take note. But where the problem is is this. This same thing can be gotten by home believers also. In fact, they are mostly owned by home believers. So, and those ones could sacrifice, could do anything to get it. Maybe manipulation, forgery, looting, corruption, whatever. However, for those who are children of God, uh, they are more or less like byproducts of our transactions in the kingdom. The transactions of our faith. A byproduct of our faith work with God. Now, if you check throughout the scriptures, people were not poor. Abraham was not poor. Isaac was not poor. Jacob was not poor. Jesus was not poor. As some people deem Jesus to be, he was not poor. There was no time he was stranded when he was to pay tax. They got the money from the mouth of the fish. The one who can get money from the mouth of a fish can get money from anywhere. He was not poor. So for information, himself and Peter had to decide, go and get a fish, and the first fish you catch, there's coin there. Now, probably if Judas was around, they would have gotten money to pay as tax. So, they can be byproduct or outcome or rewards of being successful when they are legitimately acquired. You see that? Legitimately acquired. Now, we have to address it because most believers are now under prayer because of what they see in the life of others or being displayed by others. There is nothing wrong. You could see people who have acquired things illegitimately, but that shouldn't be an excuse for you to be a poor person or to remain poor, for God does not want you to be poor. It is not in God's agenda and will for your life to be poor. All right? But at the same time, I want you to understand that Israelites in all their journey, if you want to say that Israelites were successful in their journey from Egypt to Canaan, you will say they are successful because they were able to inherit the land. The land was a prosperous land before they inherited it. The land was a land flowing with milk and honey. So success, if we are to define success in the work of faith or the work with God, obey the instruction of God or the journey of faith that God took the Israelites on, the success there is that they were able to possess the land. Not that they made the land to produce milk and honey. But in being successful, you will enjoy milk and honey. You see that? So if you listen to God's voice and then you take a step, you'll find yourself probably on a platform that is full of juicy stuff. Is that clear? It's simple. Not that they are byproducts. Milk and honey is a byproduct of possessing Canaan. That's what I want you to see. Are you getting what I'm saying? In fact, when God was to convince them, he, made, he had to paint the picture, he had to make them know that it is a land that is full of milk, filled with milk and honey. And the giants despise also confirmed that. Alright? So what God wants to do in our life is to give us instruction so that we can get to a point where we can now begin to enjoy, do you get what I'm saying? Availability of certain things that we don't have to be under prayer by ourselves to acquire. 
Once you are at that level, it's more or less like if you are promoted in your office to maybe to a management level and all that, and they tell you you are qualified for part of your remuneration. You know, a three annual vacation with your family, and then they tell you you are entitled to two official cars. They tell you you are entitled to security. You are entitled to a house. You are entitled to this. If you are not at that level, you won't have access to those things. But by the time you promote to that level, you have those things. What God wants to do at that level is not about those things. What he wants to actually do at that level is the assignment he has for you at the level. And those things are going to make the assignment more conducive for you. So you don't count those things as, as being successful. Do you get what I'm saying? What will help you to dis- dispatch... Are you getting what I'm saying? This, I mean, you can as well take a letter and then trek to go and dispatch the letter. And then you can get a dispatch rider. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can use a fast internet on maybe your Apple computer and then you send it. So, if God wants you to do it the most comfortable way, and in God helping you to do it the most comfortable way, He promotes you. That's why you go through certain things. He promotes you to get to a point. I mean, other, if you look at how He took the Israelites in all those journeys, you just, I mean, why the Merigorandin, if God actually wanted them to, do you understand? But there is something He was trying to build in them. So that we don't, you know, shortchange our life and then try to look for a shortcut, all right? Instead of going 40 years and then you go three years and you end up becoming a slave in return. And this time is now permanent slave. So it is better to go through what God is taking us through. While we are going through what God is taking us through, we are still being successful. Are you getting what I'm saying? I mean, you heard, you know, on Sunday... Uh, when uh, Pastor Jimite was mentioning it, he said that even your next level cannot even be what you may not even be what you want, and that is the truth. So, are we saying Joseph was successful in the pit? Yes, because everything is along the line of the total purpose that God has for his life. But he could not have asked for for the pit. So sometimes when you see all those negative things happening in your life, you must also count them as ingredients that is actually, you know, necessary for, that are actually necessary for the fulfillment, fulfillment of the overall purpose. Alright? And I have to say that in order to balance it. That's why a believer must not compromise their stand to illegitimately acquire things that the people of the earth or people of the world are acquiring. You cannot bribe your way into success. You are not successful if you bribe as a believer. To acquire vehicles, to acquire money, to acquire things, you are not successful. If you sleep to be promoted with someone, you sleep with someone, that is not success I am talking about. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, you know, we must let this be clear in today's church because it seems like people are under serious prayer and as a result of social media and then see people displaying things and then, you know, they think that probably God has left them. And some people even come to share testimonies in churches of which they are the ones that help themselves because they say they won't help those who help themselves and then after going through the shortcuts, compromises and all that, then they come to come and be glorifying God. And everyone is there smiling. 
Alright, so that is, I'm not saying you should not have prejudice against every testimony that is a testifier, but I am saying that illegitimate handling of things is not the proper way to success. And that you are going through a process does not mean you are not successful. Process is part of success story. Going through a process is part of success story. So that relationship is a failure is part of success. You are sacked. Failure is part of success. A road exam he failed is part of success story. Are you getting what I'm saying? All right. Because you will say God failed for one third of the angels to rebel against him. Jesus failed for Judas to be to have betrayed him. For Peter to deny Jesus. You get what I'm saying? For 70 to leave him when he told them that they should get out. And then they went. You know, you think they will come back. They didn't even look back. They just went. And they, they asked the 12 too. Those ones says that you are the one that have the word of life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Probably if they have decided to, they are going. They will have gone. And then we will say Jesus failed. He failed. Because the totality of what Jesus came to achieve was achieved. With or without the 70. Are you getting what I'm saying? With or without the multitude. In fact, the multitude supported him and towards the point of death, the multitude turned, his back. They turned their back. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's still a success story. So we have to have a proper success perspective when it comes to the scripture. Success simply means setting up a day-to-day goal and achieving the goal. I mean, I mean that inspired goal. We know we are spiritual beings. We are not just like unbelievers who set up good goals. There are some unbelievers that do things morally, but then they set up goals and then they walk towards it. That is, it's fantastic. But as believers, you have prayed, prayed in the Holy Ghost, you meditated the Word of God, and then you set up a goal for your company, or set up goals and set up objectives for your company. And then you are walking towards it, not expecting God to come and meet your goal for you. Because the three points I want to tell you has nothing to do with God. All right? Although God is still at the foundation of it, but <laughs> this is, is a deliberate thing that you have to do yourself. Now, so success simply means setting up a goal. Accumulation of the successes could result in the fulfillment of your purpose. So your day-to-day activities determine whether you will be successful or not. You see that? Your day-to-day activity in God's you know, documentation, every minute, every second, every hour count. Your mistake is part of the success story. That's what I'm saying now. Are you getting what I'm saying? I mean, despite the mistake of David, he said he finished. All right? So, we can't say that they arrested Paul. He was in prison many times. We can't say he, he failed. You get That's what produced all the two-thirds of New Testament. So, you can't say pre, he, he failed for being incarcerated. And he wasn't going to be forced to be incarcerated. Peter was also jailed. Praise God. All right? So, you know, uh, Joseph was jailed too. I mean, it's, it's, we have to have a very clear biblical perspective when it comes to success story. And yet Paul says, I labor more abundantly than all of them. I labor more abundantly than all of them. Praise God. The next point. God is a constant factor for both sinners and saints. Listen to this one, because this is what you don't want to hear. 
God is a constant factor for both sinners and saints where success is concerned. However, he favors his children above others. God is a constant factor. I mean, for us as believers, because God is our all in all, and especially a key constant factor, we respond to him first and foremost by trusting in him. So that's what unbelievers don't do. Nominal Christians too, they don't do it. They help themselves. But believers who are of faith, they trust God. That's why you won't bribe your way to promotion. Do you understand? You wait on God because you trust him. But while you are waiting, there are things you do that will qualify you for promotion. So we trust in him, having faith in him. But let me first establish it. God is a constant factor in success story on the earth. If Mandela was not born again and is regarded as one of the most powerful leaders, you know, I mean, in his time, political leaders, for all those things he suffered and blah, blah, and all that, let's even say that he lived a life that was not born again. You know, I mean, he lived as an unbeliever. You'll see some of his principles can be very close to biblical principles. Forgiving people that jailed him, and do you understand, and all that, and, you know, motivating the nation to forgive and then overlooked a lot of things, touched the whole world. Even though, critically, if you look at it, some critical African will say that it's all still manipulation, but we're supposed to carry on and face all those whites and deal with, ruthlessly with them. So, but then you see an attitude of love being demonstrated that looks so closely like agape, praise God. For a non-believer cannot demonstrate agape. The love of God cannot be demonstrated by those who are outside Christ. It can only be demonstrated in Christ. But let me show you that God is a constant factor. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. It says, As why the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and eat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not what? Cease. So what does this signify? So it means that there will be a cycle of how things run, right? Now, to complement this, go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 45. Matthew chapter 5, verse 45. He was talking about love here. So he says, That you may be sons of your father in heaven, for he makes his son rise. So when he says, while the earth remains, so the code will be for both sinners and, and saints. The earth weather will be for both sinners and saints. Yeah. So he said, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good. Can you imagine? It looks like certain evil will be allowed to thrive. Because God allows it. Some wicked people will perpetrate certain acts. Even outsmart some righteous people and it will be allowed. If the righteous people are sleeping. As a matter of fact, I believe that the reason why unbelievers still play host to most of the powerful ideas in the world is because believers are sleeping. The ideas will first and foremost look for believers before going to unbelievers. When the believers are sleeping, the unbelievers are opening their eyes so wide and they are reading so many books and they are there on the internet, they are searching and searching and looking for solutions and thinking outside the box. Believers are praying and crossing their legs and believing magic to happen. You see, but God left the earth for the children of men. It's in the scripture. 
I don't have time for that now. He makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and send rain on the just and on the what? Unjust. So if the unjust plant rice, he will reap. Is that clear? So when the unjust plant evil, I mean the evil will try. So what I want you to take note is that God is a constant, is always a constant key factor in the sources of the human race. But we trust in him. Jeremiah 17, 7. Because he's our own all in all. We don't relate with him just like mere human being. We relate as sons and daughters. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. Hebrew 11 says that it is impossible, yes, but without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord he makes rich and he has no sorrow to eat. The blessing of the Lord he makes it. And so I understand that you understand all this. That without God as a believer you can't be successful. Do you know that unbelievers know that there is a God that is always making things to happen for them too. Because if they don't, all those traditionalists will not be praying to somebody. All those Hindus, you know how many religions we have in the world, even Islam and all of that, they won't be, are you getting what I'm saying? They believe there is a supreme being somewhere. Do you get? It's just that they don't know the God. It's an unknown God, you see. So, and God causes the rain to fall. Do you know that where you have the most oil reserve in this world, oil reserve is Islamic lands. So God won't say because they are, they are, they are, you know, Islamists and, uh, uh, you know, they should, be, they, are des- they should be in the desert. Nothing should be working there. That after they don't suffer, they will now come to me. So God still wants you to live lavishly in abundance and believe him by yourself without being forced. So sometimes when people say that it's because God, you know, uh, you know tamper with their business and destroy their marriage, that's when they now focus on God's work. I, I wonder, you know, um, uh, you know, they use Jonah as an example now. That Jonah was very successful. <laughs> it was very successful. It was on a very big yacht, not, <laughs> not the canoe boats in somebody's village. <laughs> it was a, Bible says he went down, down to go and sleep. You know, the different decker, you know, different level of uh, <laughs> you get so don't think Jonah was a very poor somebody. <laughs> Alright. So but then God wanted to show him that he needed to fulfill. That is different. Having an encounter is different from God now tamper, he kills your first son, he kills your second son, and then uh, oh it's because God is calling me. No, it's not it's not a wicked God. He doesn't do all that. Otherwise he will have he will have drained, siphoned all the oil in the Middle East, so that they can believe him. Are you getting what I'm saying? I mean, these three things, they are core principles that just, God just revealed it to my heart. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him, you see, bought Joseph from the Ishmaelite who had taken him down there. Now, within a few years to come, he became prime minister. But he was bought before, you see. Next verse. And Bible says, the Ishmaelites, you see, 
That's the, you know, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. So we are not saying that this, all these things we want to talk about is still based on God being with us. But you see, Joseph was a successful man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. There were things he was doing there. Do you get what I'm saying? God was with Joseph. Joseph might not even be telling them that God is with him. Because how do you tell people that God is with you and they bought you with God? Are you getting what I'm saying? How do you, you, you are sold as a slave. So you don't even go there and say, God, 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 no. You do your work. So he's in doing his work that I know that there is productivity and excellence. So it is through his work he could prove. Do you get what I'm saying? Not by speaking grammar. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. God said a slave was a successful man. So if you are working somewhere and they are using you as a slave, just be successful. Alright? The next verse. The Bible says, and his master saw that the Lord was with him. And you see, his master saw it. He didn't tell his master. The master has to see it. That the Lord was that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So everybody, a lot of people were there, all right? Many people were there, but what he was doing was unique. It was prosperous. You work in a company, everybody works there, but your own is prosperous. They don't know how you do it, you meet deadlines, you are creative, you come up with innovation. You always know how to solve problems. Whenever anybody needs any solution, it's you they are coming to us. Now, I want you to remember this, though. It's you they are coming to for the solution of their own responsibility. One day, the master of that place will take note of you. There is, he didn't have certificate, he didn't have anything. He was taken in as a slave. But you have to understand that what confer on you success story is in what you are doing, not what you acquire. You, are you getting what I'm saying? Not what you have acquired. Because Joseph did not look like anybody who amounts to anything in life. In today's definition of success in Nigeria, Africa, and the whole world. Is that clear? So, the scripture says, he made all he did. So, what you are doing, he made all he did to prosper in his hand. Next verse. And the Bible says, so Joseph found favor in his sight. Why would he not find favor? That's how promotion comes now. And served him. Then, the Bible says he served him. Then he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had put, all that he had, he put under his authority. Can you see that? So promotion as a result of solution that is offering. Not just solution, innovation, creativity. Do you understand? Transformation, everything he did. That's what the scripture says. Everything he did was prosperous. So, an Egyptian captain said God is with him. So, who told the Egyptian captain? He knew for a man to exceptionally be doing well like this, there is the higher supreme being is favoring him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like people say, everyone is smiling on you. <laughs> when I'm with heaven, is Frowning on you. That's why everything you are doing is not working. <laughs> so he found out. 
that there is a higher authority, the supreme being, favors him. They may not know. Look at the next verse. And the Bible says, from that time on, that he had made him overseer, that all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. Can you see that? So he already knew that things is moving in his house. So he put the person that will advance his house to be in charge. Are you getting what I'm saying? I know Joseph will have met some whole slave there who nothing is happening in their hands. He just took him from behind and made him to be in charge. Now, that is why any entrepreneur, any self-employed, any businessman or woman who has a, a company who use sentiment of favoritism to promote or put people in charge without productivity is going to run a grant that company. Now somebody is your cousin. Well, don't let us go there. Now, this is a slave that is running things. And that's why you see some Christian faith believers eh, and he calls himself a pastor and he calls himself a believer and, he say, and then he puts the MD of his company is a Muslim. Why will a Muslim not be there? If he's the one that can run it. Merit. Let's go to the next verse. And the Bible says, thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. Can you see that? It's not just a house management matter. All that he had. And he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. He's eating for time. All that he had, including his money, treasury, everything. So he got to a point, in a matter of time, after Joseph now, God blessed him. Ah, he said, God has blessed me because of this guy. And I know he will have seen honesty, he will have seen trustworthiness, he will have seen integrity, he will have seen everything in the life of Joseph. All those things, believers of today, if you put there, you have to check again and again and again and again and again. If, you, if they give you 50,000, you have to ask. Is it 50,000? Oh, I can't eat. Let me see. Look at it. Now Joseph had handsome in form, was handsome in form and appearance. So devil came up. So whenever anything like this, new level, new devil. So let's leave the devil for now. Now, furthermore, having faith in God, all right, um, help us to walking in love, praying always, and all those blah blah blah. You know, we know that you know all those ones. <laughs> uh, we do some of those things, all right. But let me tell you, there is the planting of Paul and the watering of Apollos that brings about increase. God cannot help you if you don't help Him to help you. <laughs> Paul had to plant. Apollo had to water for God to give the increase. So the success you are desiring, uh, take note of that scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. So which means Paul must plant and Apollo waters and God give the increase. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Quickly, let me show you something in a second. So I want to talk about the planting, the use, the Apollo, the Paul, the, do you understand? That now brings about God's increase. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. First Peter, grace and peace be multiplied unto you, um, to you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus. Yes. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life, God and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Yes. He said, by which we have been 
giving to us exceedingly great and precious promises. So we, in Christ, we have exceedingly great and precious promises. Born rich, successful, great, you know. Do you understand? We know all these things. We know all these things. Why they are not happening is what we don't know. And precious promises that through this you may be partakers of divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Yes. He said, but, after God has done all that, but also for this very reason, Peter wrote this. Paul wrote, Paul plants, Apollo waters, God give increase, right? Peter wrote this. And if you hear Paul and Peter, you have heard the gospel. Praise God. You have, it's equal to Jesus. Amen? But, also for this very reason, giving all diligence. Can you see that? Giving all diligence. Heart to your faith, so he knows you have faith. Someone say, I have faith. So I'm not talking about faith in God. I'm not trusting God, prayer, you know, meditation. I'm not talking about that. Heart to your faith, what? Virtue. Half what people can relate with. When Jesus Christ said, virtue left me. So it means that you ask God to offer the word that can bless the world. Add to your faith virtue. In this context, it could mean solution. Are you getting what I'm saying? In this context, it could mean cancer. In this context, it could be a product. So he said, you have faith, we know. But can you have good and services? Can you have good and services to your faith? Can you have solutions, offering of solutions to your faith? Can you develop your habits? And I said to virtue what? Knowledge. I've thought about this. This knowledge, Greek word, genosis, it means science. There are earthly knowledge that you need to search for. Are you getting what I'm saying? Next verse. Next verse. It said to knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, what? Godliness. Yes? To godliness, brotherly kindness. To brotherly kindness, love. Yes? For, now, listen to this. For if these things are yours and are banned, you will be neither barren nor fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you get what I'm saying? So that means somebody can have knowledge of Jesus Christ and is not producing anything with the knowledge of Jesus Christ. For they are not putting all diligence to heart. Next verse. And then he says, For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Verse 10. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. So you can read on. So number one, I call it strength. Strength. Okay, let me devote five, five minutes if I can do that. Strength. Daniel 11.32b says, Listen to me. For those who do know their God, they shall be strong and do exploit. So it takes strength to do exploit. Is that clear? 
So when I'm talking about strength, I know the ones you'll be so fascinated about is supernatural fortification. I'm supernaturally fortified. Oh God! Thank you. That is good. There is supernatural strength, which most of the time we have more than enough. You see. But I want to focus more on two kinds of strengths. I won't talk about any other because of time. Mental strength and physical strength. Let me first address physical strength. You have to drink well, feed well, live well, rest well, go for medical checkup, and regularly exercise your body to fit, to be fit for success. You have to feed well, live well, rest well, go for medical checkup, and regularly exercise your body to be fit for sources. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 8 says, bodily exercise profited little. That little can change your life and destiny. So without physical strength, there is no labor or diligence. Have you ever noticed that sometimes when there is no physical strength, you can't be diligent? There is nobody who can be successful who is bodily healed. You can't be present calculator on the sick bed. Like my father used to say, it's going to be with the Lord now. When we don't cook, and we're just reading, reading, preparing for exam, he said the dead cannot write the exam. And it's true. The dead. So it made me realize that you have to be in the right frame of mind. I, I know somebody because he wasn't feeding well. That's why he dropped from first class to second class. The last semester at the University of Ibadan. You have to plan taking care of yourself. You see, I, I am a workaholic, so I know what I've suffered from not organizing the taking care of yourself. Somebody said, the way you lay your bed, that's how you are going to lie on it. I heard somebody say, when you wake up in the morning, making sure that your bed spread is neat and is well spread, are you getting what I'm saying? And well arranged is the first goal you have achieved that morning. And it will be there in your mind like that that you have started achieving goals that day. For some people just jump out of the bed. Physical strength. You have to look into your environment and condition it to help you. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know it has nothing to do with girl, makakote, ekekekekete. You have taken care of yourself supernaturally. Physical strength. You can't do zero zero one and think you are and you are not fasting. And you think you are do you understand? If we fast for supernatural strength, then you should heat for physical strength. Do you understand? For man shall not live by Bread, because in this church we have different kind of people. We have over spiritual people, <laughs> and then we have very kind. We have kind of people. The only thing they know is eating. I'm telling you, I'm just in between, <laughs> and sometimes I may want to swing too. God help me, praise God. So balance it, balance it. <laughs> Mental strength, and this is where I have challenge with a lot of people. The white have shown to the races of the world that they have stronger mental strength than the other races. Because they use their own, how can a British, or how can the British government or British people who came from an island that had no natural resources, 
had one of the worst weather. They will go through the Western people, they will go through different kinds of hurricanes, they will have all kinds of horrible weather, and yet they control the people and the resources of their lands. I read a book when a group, and then we read a book, we found out that one of the reasons for lack of productivity in Africa is noise. Our environment is so noisy that we can't think productively. So we now realize that one of the reasons for their own productivity is that sometimes their weather helped them. It shut them in for three months. They think how they will solve that weather. In thinking how they are going, they generate ether, generate, do you understand? And then they broke through when it comes to technology. So that's why you see the first industrial revolution, all those things came from that side. Do you get what I'm saying? They look at their situation. I guess if they happen to be in Africa, they will have created AC on every street. To the condition, except if they too have grown, they've been here, and then they adjusted to the weather. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So people deliberately think themselves out of adversity. Mental strength. See, let me tell you. The reason why you remain where you remain is because you are not thinking yourself out of it. You have to. See, God has given you brain to think it. I like what somebody says. Most of the things we pray in prayers, God has given us brain to think the solution. That most of the time we just disturb God in prayer. And that's why as matured believers, what our prayer should be is to worship God, is to thank Him, and is to pray that He should open the eyes of our understanding. To see many more things to think about. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, online, I want you to know that God has given you mental strength. Now, instead of we capitalizing on the strength of our, you know, um, intelligence and all that, we are talking about mental health. What will give your brain health is to think out solutions that your entire life needs, or that your country needs. Or that your people need mental strength. First, Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. He said he has given us a sound mind, a sound mind. Third John two. He says, beloved, I wish that you are you are uh, uh, you are in health and you are prosperous, even as your soul prospers. Romans twelve two to three. He says, renew your mind. That's when you will experience transformation. You can experience transformation. You know, continue to think the way you have been thinking. Some of us, we have a lot of things, adjuncts in our mind. And what you are thinking is as a result of what you have been seeing. Why can't you just move to where you see something good? Why can't you just deliberately Google? Now you can enter anybody's house without going there. You can see anybody's plan without going there. You can enter, you can go to Paris on your phone. Without going to embassy, without having passports with you can go to US. Now people are even doing VPN. They said they branch with VPN. <laughs> I've not tried it because I'm a law abiding citizen. You know, they said they branch in uh, somewhere. <laughs> you understand? And then the code is too much. And then they said they branch you know different kind of experience. Can you give yourself a vacation online? Can you give yourself an exposure you need? Can you give your mind that kind of exposure? that you need. Mental strength is very important. Now let me tell you, this has to do with taking necessary information for the 
for the enlightening of your mind. Not just exposing yourself, also taking in necessary information for the enlightening of your mind. Knowledge drives innovation. Innovation drives success. Knowledge drives innovation. Innovation drives success. That's why that scripture says, add to your virtue knowledge. Are you getting what I'm saying? Add to your virtue knowledge. Add to your virtue knowledge. Add to your virtue knowledge. So please, without physical strength, there is no diligence. In all labor, there is profit. Proverbs 14, 23. Joshua 1, 3. Be courageous and strong. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Number two, wisdom. Now, the mental strength and wisdom is very close. The first one is strength. Number two is wisdom. Now, wisdom has to do with knowledge, fear of God, honesty, understanding, trustworthiness. But some of these things you know. But what about the wisdom where God says, I sent you into the world, and he said you must be gentle as a dove and be wise as a serpent. If God says you should be wise as a serpent, it's not saying that you should take the wisdom of a serpent, but you see, you must be able to outsmart the serpent in the world. He said the children of this world, they are wiser in their own ways. Let me tell you something. I have lagged behind in certain things personally myself. I have suffered many um, setbacks myself simply because I just trust God. You must search for wisdom concerning the decision you are about to make. You must search, you must search, you must, you know, when I'm talking about wisdom, the wisdom of God is there, the mystery. And I, you know, if I want to start talking about the wisdom of God, I say the mysteries that God ordained before the foundation of this. There are simple, simple, simple things concerning your daily engagement that demands simple, simple wisdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's just a simple wisdom to be punctual. It's just a simple wisdom to be there 30 minutes or 10 minutes before the interview. Are you getting what I'm saying? Not that you're sweating and you enter the interview and you're not emotionally stable. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just a simple wisdom to organize your life. It's just a simple wisdom to plan. And when I'm talking about this wisdom, many people just take steps without planning. We, you know, he said you will first build a tower. You know, we will build a tower and you will not first sit down and count the cost. That's simple wisdom. You saw people who lost battles. That's why the fact God told them in the book of Judges to go and fight the Benjamites, the Israelites. The Benjamites who had like 10% of the Israelites, their army was like 10% of the Israelites, they defeated the Israelites. First time, second time, until somebody said, ah, come, if God is telling us to go, we should not just be stupid and just be going like that. We will not rebel against God, but let's sit down and plan the battle. It's wanting to have a word. It's another thing to have strategy that stems out of the word that you have. That's the wisdom I'm talking about. Be smarter. Read the books they are reading. The people of the world are reading certain books. Can you read their books? Can you become a medical doctor without reading their books? You have to read their books. Whether you like the person who, who wrote the anatomy or not, you may not like the face of the person, but you have to read because they are now standard in medicine. The people of the world are now standard in medicine that you have to read. 
Whether you like it or not, if you are in tech business, there are tech giants that you have to respect, you have to honor, you have to read. Are you getting what I'm saying? Steve Jobs is one of them. Whether he was born again or not, he's still an inspiration and a mentor to a lot of tech giants who are born again now. If not a mentor to you, my friend, you are joking. You are joking. I'm not the only one that will be your mentor. Unbelievers too will be your mentor. You learn from them. The only thing you don't have with them is fellowship. Is that clear? But you learn from them. Be smarter. How smart. Go. See. Don't sit down. And say, you see, God is going. I'm going to blast this exam. That's how one of my friends was saying that time. You see one say, ah, hey, my boy. You have not. I mean, some people even rejoice at something that is not yet a substance that is, you know, you know, that is, that is valid enough. That is of proper quantity to make you successful. You are rejoicing at just little things. That's why they blast, they blast. <laughs> so, you see, what, what I'm saying is, you have to ask smart. You have to think. Okay, okay, okay. Those who have gone ahead of me, how did they do it? How did they do it? Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Now, when I enter the office, and the challenge is most of us are not observant. It's also part of wisdom to be observant. There are people, they will never put anything in white and black, especially in Africa, that they are doing. So how many books of most of the giants of Africa, did you see any book of Abiola alive? That's, that Abiola wrote and told you the secret of my sources. But you can observe. If you want to be a success story, a certain decisions you are making, you can observe people that have gone ahead. You can observe. So you can take in information. You can gather the knowledge. Let me show you something in Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 7. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 7. So, and do not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Oh, okay. This is, for, this is a scripture for physical strength. You can just take note of it. Now, First Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. First Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. That's where I wanted to go. The charge of David to Solomon. So the days of David drew near that he should die. And he charged Solomon in his, his son, saying, Now you will realize that the charge of David was what dictated the prayer of Solomon. I go the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. A version says, Be strong and be a man. Next verse. He said, and keep the charge of the God of the God, your God, the, to walk in his ways as wisdom, to keep his status, his commandment, his judgment, his testimonies, as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn. That's wisdom. Can you see that? You can read further. Now, in Proverbs chapter 23, if you read 3 4, a house is built. By go to verse 4. Go to chapter 24, verse 3. Through wisdom, a house is built, and by can you see that? Understanding it is established, and by knowledge, it is filled with pleasant things. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10. If the axe is dull, 
and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings... Can you see that? So that means where you are laboring and you are sweating and you are sweating hard, wisdom can rescue you. And this wisdom I'm talking about, God can lead you to an old man who has nothing to be... You can, you can lead you to Guru Maharaj. Let's say Guru Maharaj is very proficient in making of engine. And he wants to be a mechanical, a successful mechanical engineer. You think God can lead you to Guru Maharaj? If you are written a book, they can even make it compulsory in every engineering school. Do you know that all the things you want to go and read in school is wisdom? It's wisdom. All these Kondrija equations, Lamlas, all those uh, equations that wants to turn your head. Somebody said, Pastor, I've started seeing equation in my dream. How will you not see equation? What, you never, you know, you went to social sciences, you were, I mean, all those social law and all those, you did law. And you, you never did anything mathematics now. What have you seen? What are they introducing to you? Bible is simple, mighty formula. What have you seen? You need to see Kondrija equation. Those things are wisdom. They put the wisdom in mathematical format in such a way that anybody that applies it will get the same solution. And that's why they call them theorems. They call them laws. Because those people discover that this is what is... That's, those are the things that make Einstein who he is. You can imagine everybody keep telling, talking about Einstein till now. We couldn't even talk about people who work in the power of the Holy Ghost like we talk about Einstein. Have you ever thought about it? We read Einstein in, in, in school. Do you read Alexander Dewey in school? Are you get, everybody have their own areas. Are you getting what I'm saying? But I'm telling you there is wisdom that runs things on the earth. And the only thing you face is Alexander Dewey. The only thing you face is William Brown. The only thing you face is um, uh, Rian Bonke. The only things you face is... Uh, um, what do you call it? You refuse to respect his time. Scientifically, you are gone. And God is saying there is knowledge of science. Genosis. So you have to read wide. Do you understand? So, you see, the wisdom of God will lead you to those other wisdom. To connect the knowledge on the earth. You don't speak in tongues to become a successful CEO. You speak in tongues to be positioned to become a successful CEO. You do some other things to become successful CEO. Did you hear what I said? Uh You speak in tongues to be positioned to become, that you are positioned to become you have become. That positioning is that you now have access. The Holy Spirit now begins to lead you to other relevant information that will qualify you for that kind of promotion. Uh, you see, Joseph was not speaking in tongue in Potiphar's place, so Potiphar would like, whoa, slap. As there was that here, he was the one that discovered that God was, they didn't bring him before Pharaoh to come and be reading uh, uh, Alif Batasa, or what they read, what they do in, uh, in uh, Israel, all those Jewish, uh, this thing. They didn't bring him before Pharaoh. Pharaoh had a problem. Somebody must solve it. And the guy said, eh, Rifara. That's Rifara. If you have solution, they will refer you. If you don't have solution, 
You just conjure content together. You are sponsoring on Instagram. Nobody. Nobody. Are you going to say, I buy a shoe from you and I can't, I'm not comfortable in the shoe. That is the end of your market. Nobody. Do you get what I'm talking about? So you render solution, you occupy a new level once you gather information that makes you a solution. And I've told you this wisdom by observation, this wisdom by mental acquisition of knowledge, and this wisdom by being smart as serpent in the world. So what he says is be gentle as dove. We know you are supernatural, but at the same time, wine and dine with deadly people. With ruthless people. Hmm? Go to the joints. I mean, these are the things that the traditional, conventional setting does not... Do you get what I'm saying? Where people talk billions. You have been prophesying it. But you are not near where people talk. So the biggest of deals are signed in certain places. I've been there. I didn't drink what they drank. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Some of you, Steph, can still... <laughs> Can you try what they do? <laughs> Holy Spirit will deal with you. I saw two bank managers like this, two heads of companies like this, and one other contractor, and I sat there. And they introduced me as a pastor. And somebody said, he introduced himself, said, the next governor of Delta State. I said, okay. And they were talking 100 million, 200 million, 300 million. I wonder where I've been. Are you, if not ministry, I'll have gone since. But the, the truth is, if you are not in those cycles, they brought the bank managers after they finished. See, what you see they do in the day is just, do you understand? That's just the, the bank managers went to where they dis, discuss businesses that will bring money to their bank. One of them spoke to me and said, Ah, pastor. You know, I'm of the Baptist, uh, I'm of the Baptist extraction. He said, you see, man must do what he has to do. So it was, I think his heart was breaking him. Do you understand? Uh, after I drank Motina, first bottle, second, I gave myself brain, I switched to water. Because they weren't drinking. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you might not be able to do all that they do, but you must be part of the discussion. I remember somebody saying that if you cannot contribute at the table, then you are a menu. That you had that a contributor or a menu at the table. So that wisdom is what we are talking about. It's necessary that you are part. You must be part strategically. Proverbs 21.5. Let me give you one more scriptures. Proverbs 21.5. And I will mention the rest, the, the, next, the last one. Proverbs 21 5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. Alright? So the wisdom of God will lead you to every other segment. The wisdom of science, the wisdom of trading, the wisdom of importing, the wisdom. Do you get what I'm saying? The wisdom, you know, and all that. There's a way businesses thrive in this country. The environment is so toxic, but there's a way businesses thrive. Check out people whose their businesses are thriving. There are certain things they are doing you may not be able to do, but then you still learn one or two things from them. 
divine wisdom utilizing this wisdom I'm talking about is divine wisdom utilizing and asmarting earthly wisdom. Utilizing and asmarting earthly wisdom. The last one is men. The first one is strength. The second one is wisdom. The last one is men. There is nobody. There is no success without men. You know that Bible says Joseph was successful. What do you think contributed? Do you think it was only the strength he had? Only the wisdom he had? No. No. The men there too contributed to it. People that are the recipient, you know, level of the product and services you roll out. Men. Potiphar needed Joseph. Joseph needed Potiphar. I hope you get what I'm saying. Egypt needed Joseph. Joseph needed Egypt. Pharaoh needed... Are you getting what I'm saying? Without Pharaoh, Joseph would not come to be. Let me tell you, there is a leader that we imagine in this country that will shine like he's doing something special. Simply because every other leader that have been coming have been causing trouble. When one leader in this Lagos started planting flowers on the streets, do you know that people even believed that he was a very honest person? Until another governor came and said, website, 78 million. If you have good works, there are some other things people will think you are okay. You know, do you understand where those things are concerned? But let me just tell you this. You need men. Um, there are people that are called David Mighty Men. Have you heard about them before? Those guys, Mighty Men. They went into government with him. They suffered. They were fugitives with him. The bad boys, the rejected, the outcasts, you know, because David ran. So uh, the gang, they came up. Do you understand? And they submitted to David. So he started co- coordinating them. Those are the people who became his mighty men. Do you know they went into government with him? David mighty men was the lawyer. So David needed them to win all the wars that he had to win. Jesus Christ came. He didn't do it alone. He needed 12 disciples, including the one that will betray him. Now, when I say men, I'm not talking about good men. I'm talking about all men. Because all men will contribute one way or the other except if you don't have heavenly perspective to your advancement. Whether they are contributing negatively or they are contributing positively. Men. Men. And this can be favor of God. And we can they can be good or bad men. Let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. You know when Bible says, Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9, I want to close. Proverbs 22, 29, don't give us that one. You says, stand before king. Whoever is diligent in his work will stand before king and not before me men. Now, kings are men. That kings in that category, it could mean your clients. It could mean your customers. Do you understand? It could mean your neighbors. It could mean 
people that God has given you grace to lead. Kings are men. They are not angels. Are you getting what I'm saying? Human being. Human being. Jesus Christ did not walk on this earth with angels alone. In fact, there are a few instances where you heard angels coming to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? He was always with men. And then look at it. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. Bible says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. This is partnership. Men. That's why scripture says, one will chase a thousand, two will do what? Ten thousand. And I always say, three will do what? Hundred thousand. And then, four will do what? One million. Then, Abby, like that. Men. Men. And that's why people, instead of me putting men here, some people, motivational speakers also, they will say relationships. Relationships. But you know when you people hear relationships, you say uh, maybe a good relationship. Are you getting what I'm saying? Men. Terrible boss is part of the men. Very disturbing, terrible, um, uh, what's it called? Um, subordinate or employee, if you're an employer, is part of the men. You heard Pastor Jimmy Tewe saying that there's somebody is... No, it wasn't the one. Now, I was in conversation with another motivational speaker who is a professional, who told me, he said, you can imagine, you know, when we're trying to do a recap of what Pastor Jimmy Tewe came to do and we're talking, and I said, I told him, I said, ah, you know, like this, like this. And I told him, he said, there's somebody in his office now that is waiting for his replacement. He said, and the truth is this. He said, these are people who coordinate, who pastor fellowships. He said he can't believe it. That he, he cannot believe it. That you can't pastor and not be able to deliver at work. That's a mistake. Even scripture says you don't anoint a novice. What makes someone a novice? Somebody who, don't, who does not have the requisite knowledge that qualifies for that particular position. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the scripture says two are better than one and blah, blah. So he was not telling me, he said he's waiting for the replacement of that person. He said, as we are talking presently, he said he's now exposed that he has not been doing anything because he subordinate a lady gave birth and he was not giving that lady, um, um, what, do you, uh, what do you call it? Um, leave that women that give birth. What do you call it? Maternity, uh-huh. Maternity leave. He said, well, you are now wondering. So they now try to check. They realize that it's the lady that has been solving his problem. At work, doing his work for him at work. So he knows that if the lady goes, he will be exposed. He said, eh, all right. You need men, no? That people will be using you like that. They are the one collecting the salary, but you are the one doing their job for them. Men. So there is no promotion. I mean, promotion doesn't come from west, from east, from south. It comes from God. But when God wants to promote you, He uses men. In fact, He said, "Give, and it shall be given unto you." Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall men give to your bosom. 
Let me close by saying, if for plants, an Apollo does not come and water, it will dry there, Abby. So Apollo needs Paul to plant. And Paul needs Apollo to water. And both of them need God to give the sources. Did you see that? I mean, you cannot be saying, if you are t- taking ministry class now, you cannot be saying, well, Paul says, when the foundation is laid, Apollo must be careful what is watering. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If you are supposed to use two liters of water, and you are using four liters of water, you are going to destroy the same thing. And people will think you are working. You are overworking the thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So Apollo must have the right requisite knowledge, the requisite wisdom. And you too, you have yours. But there are some men, after you have planted, they will come and uproot. You also need them. Because that's what happened to Isaac. Do you remember? As he dug the well, they take it over. Dug the well. If he never went through all that, when Bible defines his greatness, that thing is part of what defines his greatness. Man. Are you getting what I'm saying? The only thing is that don't allow wicked men to take you out. Once you are dead, success story has ended. Praise God. Be smart. I send you, said, be gentle as a dove and be smart as a serpent. So the three things are, the basic three things that you need to succeed is strength, wisdom. That's how God has inspired my heart. I know you are so vastly read and you have 203 things to succeed. Work with these three first. Let's start saying success in your life. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We worship. Let's rise up and pray. Father, we give you all the glory. We bless your name. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awufisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585- 8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.